When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, episode 96, on making childcare work, by Hilary Barnett of wholemotherhood.co. Hello, everybody. This is your OPD host, Greg Audino. Great to have you here once again. And on deck today is a post from Hilary Barnett on the very controversial topic, it seems, of childcare. You know, with so much to wonder about from the price of childcare to whether or not it's a good influence on your child. I think you'll find today's article to be really helpful and grounding too. So without further ado, let's jump into this one and start optimizing your life. On Making Childcare Work by Hilary Barnett of wholemotherhood.co Childcare. It's a pretty fraught subject. Just the word can send shivers down the spine of even the most courageous new mother. The thought of leaving your tiny helpless baby with anyone but you sounds like a total impossibility. They need you, physically, emotionally, psychologically. Separating from your child, especially when they are still tiny, may be the hardest thing you ever do as a mother. And yet, we're going to need someone to take care of them, because the reality is we can't always be with them every single minute of every single day. Technically, yes, we can, and some mothers do, and to each her own, But eventually, there is going to come a time when you have to make this decision. If you ever want some time alone or just a night out with friends or your significant other. And for those of us who rely on childcare so that we can work, it is a decision that looms over us from the moment our children are born. The situation for mothers who need to work is less than ideal. Overall, 70% of U.S. women with children under 18 participate in the labor force. The U.S. ranks dead last among developed nations on the issue of paid maternity leave, which, from the start, forces American women to make a very difficult choice. The cost for quality childcare continues to rise, leaving mothers between a rock and a hard place. When I was expecting my first child, my fear surrounding my job situation was intense. What was I going to do? What if I brought her home and just couldn't bear to part with her for 40 hours a week? I knew I wanted to be with my daughter and that the cost of a full-time daycare center would void out any full-time position I could get, since my background was in nonprofit management. Not only was I crossing this great precipice into motherhood, which was huge enough, I had to plan how I would keep earning an income at the same time, and quick. The nonprofit where I was employed at the time did not have any part-time openings, and outside of providing six weeks of paid leave, could not provide a working arrangement that made sense for me as a new mom. So, at six weeks postpartum, after an unplanned C-section, I began to search for an interview for part-time work. I remember the first time I went for an interview at a local NPR affiliate station for a development assistant temp position. I woke up completely blinded by exhaustion. I immediately brewed a cup of coffee to jumpstart my brain, showered, something that was a rare treat, blow-dried my hair, and put on makeup. After I found a suitable outfit that wasn't yoga pants and a spit-up covered t-shirt, it was go time. I looked in the mirror and distinctly remembered thinking, 
This is such a farce. They are going to see right through me, my bloodshot eyes blinking strangely at the light, my pale skin. It looks like I just crawled out of a cave. How can I pretend that I am in any position to report to work? How can I even begin to enter the outside world? Surprisingly, I fooled them. I got the job, which meant three days per week driving in 9 to 5 traffic north of downtown to the office. Leaving my daughter was the hardest thing I have ever had to do. I nursed her exclusively for eight months and would get up in the middle of the night to try and pump enough for the next day. I pumped three times a day at work. It was no picnic, but I was making money and still getting to spend most of the week with her, which I counted as a total gift. Eventually, I decided I needed to work for myself. And with God's providence and some really lucky breaks, I was able to start my own freelancing business and replace my part-time income. I haven't looked back since and my childcare needs have stayed fairly steady since those days. I'm going to be upfront with you right now. I got lucky. Really, really lucky. When my daughter was young, both my parents and my husband's parents relocated to our town. They were both retiring and wanted to be close to family. And since my children were young, we have been able to leave them with Grandma and Grammy. I know what you're thinking. Trust me, my friends say it to me all the time and without holding back. I have it so easy. I have no idea what other moms are dealing with when it comes to childcare. I have free childcare, and I am guaranteed that these women love and care for my children as much as I do. I know, you want to throw tomatoes at me. Go right ahead, I deserve it. But, after you're done throwing, please hear me. I know that I am beyond lucky to have this. I realize that this is the unicorn situation, and I am grateful. But even if this were not my situation, I would still have needed to figure something out. Since those early days, we have utilized several different childcare services, primarily the amazing Mother's Day Out programs that are prevalent at churches here in the South, as well as babysitters. Lots of babysitters. We know the cost of good childcare, and we know the sacrifices that it takes to make ends meet when you still need to work as a mom. I have chosen to walk the tightrope of self-employment, which to some can seem like a walk in the park but it certainly comes with its own set of challenges. I know my story isn't unique. Every single mother I know is figuring it out as she goes, making it work. Whether she is home the majority of the time, working a side gig, freelancing, needs help just to get a few errands run, or is working 40 plus hours each week and needs to know that her children are being loved and cared for each day as she would care for them herself. Let's be honest. The system is not rigged in our favor. But, like women throughout history always have, we make it work. We figure it out. We make a plan. We do the best we can. And we accept the pitfalls and potential guilt and questions along the way. You just listened to the post titled On Making Childcare Work by Hillary Barnett of WholeMotherhood.co. And a big thanks to Hillary for sharing today. She has both described the challenges of her situation and acknowledged the greater challenges that other mothers face regarding childcare. She mentioned early on how this difficult decision is put into effect immediately upon childbirth. And while she makes a point about how the emotions before a child is born are quickly washed away, expecting parents still should do their best to plan these types of things as soon as the pregnancy occurs, if not beforehand. Of course, there is a lot of planning done in advance for the baby's sake. You know, getting rooms ready, formula, clothes, car seats. But it's easy for parents to forget 
how they will be impacted within the lives they've already established for themselves. And honing in on this before the baby is born, or even conceived, when it's easier to think a little more logically and not be so entranced by our newborns, is something to really focus on. I know that doesn't sound too warm and fuzzy, but surely parents need to prepare for how their emotions will change, uh, as they will only give to their babies as much as they can give to themselves. For this reason, the decision to have a baby should be taken very seriously, and not just followed because all of our friends and family members followed the trend, as work is the very least of that which will change for us when we become parents. And we have to change the right way as parents if we expect to parent the right way. Food for thought. Thank you to Hillary, and thanks to you for being here. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Enjoy yourself. Consider sharing this post with a parent in need. And I'll see you back here again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.